halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia, and this is Half Baked There, a half-see episode of Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. Hey, hey. Hey there. So we're we're going to try to keep like Kim pumped up today because she's a little tired and we have no gen. So like the pressure is like 33% more. Is that how it works? No. 20 something. <laughs> 20 six, I don't know. What? what? I'm, I'm All done. I know I'm is out. <laughs> Camilo is wearing for my benefit his keep it perky t-shirt to remind me to keep it perky for our half big there episode. I'll try my best. Excellent. La 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 And what's funny is I put this on today with no like regard to the fact that we were recording today. It just kind of happened. Like my my eye was drawn to it in the drawer. You know, my famous yeah. my famous drawer where my t-shirts are all arranged like like little squares so I can see the side of them and yeah, they're stacked vertically. Um, my internet famous t-shirt drawer. I think it's one of my top <laughs> Facebook or something posts of all time when I oh, show really? my t-shirt drawer. <laughs> you have to drop it in the notes. I know listeners, we allude to the quote unquote notes and links all the time. <laughs> and you've gotten about three of them in the past year. Um... <laughs> but I want to see this famed t-shirt drawer. Okay. Camilo. Okay. I'll have to take a, you know what? Maybe I'll take a note because if I don't take notes, it ain't happening. I can is say, uh -huh, and absolutely. No, this has always been the case, okay. which is great. I'm ready for old age because nothing <laughs> change. You were ahead of the game. You were yeah. ahead of the senility. Ahead <laughs> of the senility curve. Yeah. <laughs> Way to accentuate the positive, right? Mm-hmm. I okay, think so. so. I've made a post-it to myself and uh, I'll make it happen. Great. And Look I, forward to that. I encourage all of our listeners to, to uh, what is it, Marie Kondo it? So my, it's Camilo Fontesando it. Let me workshop it. <laughs> let me, let me work. I'm going to workshop it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like Marie Kondo is going to sue the hell out of you. If you guys <laughs> you, go with that. Do you think under that sweet veneer, she's extremely Oh, I think litigious. she's a shark. She's like, you know what doesn't bring me spark joy? You stealing my branding. Fuck you. I'll sue you for everything you're worth and more and your children and all of your progeny. The joke's on you. I have no children or progeny. Well, not yet. I don't want her to sue my mom, though. If you organize your life a little bit better, I bet. <laughs> what if I become one of those like 70 plus year old dads? Like, I mean. Why not? Obviously, like, uh, who who was the actor, the odd couple actor, the original odd couple? He was also a theater actor. 
Intern Tina? Tina two? Tina two? The, you the, the one that wasn't Jack Lemon. <laughs> okay, Jack <laughs> Lemon and um, Tina two um, is Tina two on is. a smoke break or something. Okay. <laughs> we'll need to have a chat about that. But um, in uh, the meantime. She's a smoke break in 2022. <laughs> I know. Even when I said that, I was like, God, when is the last time I even saw someone smoking? I... I have no idea. I did see an um, article about people missing smoke breaks because you'd go out and sort of like chat with like-minded people. Um, Walter Matthau. Thou. So then, no. So then not Walter Matthau. I guess the Broadway one. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Look, um, this is, my is, this, is this what our audience is craving to know? Absolutely. Odd couple, old father. Old father? <gasps> Why old father? What kind of Google search terms were those? That didn't make I, Tony sense. Randall. Oh yeah, of course, right. Okay, okay. So in, need one. In in breaking news, Tony Randall was just notorious for keep having kids like into his seventies. Oh um, yeah, like and, Elon Musk and his daddy. Oh God, yeah, that's the other one. Mm. Just <laughs> impregnating all over the place because. His sperm is just that special. Yeah, and isn't the whole Elon Musk's dad thing that he's like, we need to ensure that humanity survives by having as many projects. It's just a weird... Yeah, it's pretty kind of sounding Hitler-esque a little bit there. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're just, they just seem like despicable people. Um, did you catch that... <laughs> that uh shirtless picture of elon musk on his yacht like oh god yes and all the memes. at first i thought it was like a giant illuminated uh <laughs> raw hunk of dough but then i realized that it was an extremely white like they'd, they'd like dredged up one of those really ugly bioluminescent fish from the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. It like oh yeah, like, like a, a blob, the blob fish. Yeah. Like it looks beautiful underwater, but then you take it out and it deflates and its whole face is like a sad grandpa. Uh, yeah. That's that, what he looked like. Except he probably looks the same underwater. That's the big difference. That's true. I mean, to give him like an iota of credit, he did make fun of himself of those ridiculous yeah he said photos, he, should take, said he should take his shirt off all the time or more often something um, about like free free than hashtag free the nips i believe was what it was ew which i mean is a collective ew by the internet it's a positive sense sentiment i think over like if you know in general but in this case it's uh maybe there should be an argument for covering the nips sometimes what free the nips i've always found that I mean, of all the things to freaking take up, you know, um, okay, you want to free the fucking nips. There, you know, there, there, there's women enslaved. Yeah. <laughs> but cool, free the nips. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what you're going with. Cool. Uh, this is coming from a, a a former burlesque performer, by the way. So yeah, I don't know. But I the nips. But like famously in burlesque, the nips are not freed. Like that's yeah, I was uh, just about to say the uh, nips are covered in, unless they're not. Certain venues, <laughs> certain venues, burlesque becomes uh, you know 
Burmore. But okay. uh, no, not burlesque. Yeah, so generally, Burmore. Burmore. <laughs> That's good. I, I That's need it. I need it. I think it's mediocre, but I needed some acknowledgement. <laughs> I try. I try to give you props, uh, only so, because you're wearing a keep it perky t-shirt. Oh yes. So um, speaking of like covering up, it's funny because I was reading. I was reading recently an article about the Balearic Islands, which um, include uh, Ibiza, the notorious European party spot where British people yeah. go to like go wild, like it's their, you know playground for it's the it's, it's their pensacola you know it's their <laughs> fort lauderdale i mean they really be, they behave like absolute animals so those places a lot of restaurants and certain beaches and stuff have started really ramping up their their fines for unruly behavior depending on what it is in some beaches they have to rescue drunk people in the water constantly or drowning but because they're drunk right and then a bunch of restaurants are now requiring you to actually wear clothes not a bathing suit to come in and the fines are nuts there is a lot of that here too i mean maybe when they didn't book ahead you know enough in time for visa they they the dregs wind up in barbados (laughs) and there is some of that drunk swimming you know like everybody's the locals will say or or the beach will clearly say do not swim like bad waves today and they'll swim anyway and the um the walking around in your bikini in like while other people are brunching it's just they do think it's Pensacola or wherever like in Florida that's cool it's so not cool here it Uh always gets like a stank face from everybody else um around but like (laughs) you know it's more of a like Bayesians are kind of passive aggressive. So it's more of like just a stank face. And then they'll talk about you behind your back pretty bad. But um, it's like gross, cover that up. I mean, in a restaurant, I don't think I'm being prude. I just think there's a time and place for everything. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, for one, I love dress codes because I love to know specifically what to wear and what not to wear. Because one of my anxieties is like, oh, should I be wearing, you know, can I wear a T-shirt into this restaurant that's a little bit nicer? Should I have done this? Should I have done that? Which happens with more frequency than you think, because Jim and I will be driving around and he'll be like, okay, I'm in the mood for X, Y, Z. And then I'll see what the restaurant looks like. And I'm like, but I'm in shorts. Like, of course, nobody cares in Kansas City, but. Right. But I like to be prepared for a dining experience and I prefer to wear a pant. Right. So what are you doing? What are, what are the shorts for? Why, how'd you find yourself on this like Because it's dry. a hot summer day. You know, it's a hot summer day. So I'm wearing shorts and suddenly I find myself like, oh, let's go have like seafood. And I'm like a seafood restaurant. You can't wear shorts in a seafood restaurant. Maybe like a, maybe a beachside seafood shack, but... Um, you can wear shorts at like the Red Lobster. I know. You have Red Lobsters there? <laughs> we we do have Red Lobsters. Is you Jim- do? Oh yeah, Jim calls them Red Slobster. That used to be like the fanciest meal out that mm-hmm. the Gainer family, I, I fondly remember the biscuits and the butter and like, I always got popcorn shrimp. I've never been to one. Are you kidding me? 
Well, it's it's a pairing of my now softened adamant refusal to go to chain restaurants of any kind. Um, yes, but I grew up an American person. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> an and, American uh, person in Texas. I will say there was a bit of recent pressure for me to go to one, and I would just like gently try to suggest that we support a more local seafood restaurant, as it were, <laughs> which in the middle of the country. Surprisingly, right. there are quite a few seafood restaurants because everything gets shipped so fast. But the meal that we ended up having not at Red Lobster was incredible. Really? So it was a good trade-off. So you were supporting a local business that yeah. was importing seafood from five to seven hundred miles away. Hey, what we're not we're not going to catch like fresh tuna in the Missouri River or whatever you know it's not going to happen if you do uh you might want to call somebody about that sounds like uh a, a problem Some lake lake of the Ozarks catfish catfish is nice it can I be up on catfish mm-hmm. yeah it can trout, be trout stuff like that I do love trout I do too. Yeah, I'm a, I am a fan that's of That's one fish. of the river fish that's crossed over into fancy. You know, catfish yeah. hasn't been able to do that because, oh, well, I mean, catfish is like a pond fish, but they're also in rivers, I think. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they, they become huge. But like there's a hierarchy, right? Pond, river, yeah. and then ocean. Clearly, that's where the, your fancy stuff comes mm-hmm. from. Yeah. Fancy, expensive. But also much larger. So you can get a lot more fish meat out of an ocean fish. So they're, that's true. I think that's how they retain their supremacy, not based on not based on taste necessarily, because a rainbow trout is delicious. Oh, I love them. And I yeah. love that they're gay as well. Yeah. <laughs> but you uh, know, one experience that like, I hadn't done in a while that I really like doing here is going to the fish market. Like it's mm. right by the beach. You can mm-hmm. get all kinds of things. They're really, really fresh. Yeah. I dolphin fish the other day, which is not a dolphin, by it's, the way. It's mahi-mahi. It's mahi-mahi, but yep. they call it dolphin here. So it's a little bit like what? <gasps> like, okay. <laughs> it's not flipper. Yeah. Not flipper. Great. <laughs> I um I I also I too love a fish market. I grew up with them. A yeah. um a a lady in my small village in Spain where I grew up, she had had like a pop up fish market every every week in her garage. It was really? super, her garage. Yeah, it was super fun. They had this like garage space across the street from their house, and she basically set up. She went out. She bought the fresh fish in the morning from the fisher people. And uh, she had all this fish out once a week only. So what was the markup uh, from her fish and Ooh, the market? I don't I mean, know. there had to be, right? Otherwise, you could just go to the market. No, no, she didn't go to... I don't think she went to the market. I think she went straight to the fisher people. But I, who knows? Oh, oh, I thought she meant... She went to the market and then she set up her own little mini market. No, this little piggy went to market. But she set up her <laughs> own little stand. Yeah, she had her own little stand in this garage. I see. And uh, my mom and I used to go down there and be like, oh, we'll have this, we'll have that. So, I, yeah, I love getting fresh fish. I never, I really don't do it anymore. I, I 99% of the time get frozen, but I it's want to be, feeling. I want to be fresh, whole foods, fish rich. 
that's all I need. What do you mean? Like if you go to Whole Foods, you want to be able to afford the Yeah, fish. just go to the fresh fish counter and I'll have, I'll have a pound of that and I'll have <laughs> half a pound of that flounder and I'll have six pounds of salmon and I'll have- Oh man, that's going to cost you. Uh, that's going to cost you. But you know what? You. It doesn't matter because I'm Whole Foods fresh Whole fish Foods rich. Fresh fish rich. Yeah, uh, it's not catchy, but I, I understand <laughs> the concepts. <laughs> <laughs> it's W F F F R. Got you. Oh, Welcome right. to my That's federation. The W F F F F R rolls off the tongue. <laughs> rolls off the tongue. Practically. The other day, Jim and I went to a Chinese restaurant that I had gone to pick up before, and the decor inside was so over the top and dramatic. I didn't like. We have to like actually dine in here. Like yeah. There's, there's ornate ceiling tiles and, you know, just murals and the whole works, right? Like P.F. Chang's. More... I'm going to bring up every terrible yeah. chain that is actually kind of delicious. And I'm sorry, yes. P.F. Chang's is it's freaking delicious. delicious. Yes. It's delicious. No every time I go to Texas with my parents, we eat there. But is yes. it like that? You've seen the inside. I think uh, P.F. Chang's goes for grandeur. Like they have the big horses outside. Yeah, yeah. They have, they do have some cool murals. This was more of a like a local, so it's a more garish. Like it's, right. you know, I think P.F. You're trying Chang's, to avoid the T word, aren't you? Just like the New York Times. No, but I don't, I don't think it's tacky if that's the T okay. word. Okay. I think it, it, it's kind of like charming in a very old school, you know, like, I never experienced this growing up because we didn't have Chinese cuisine except for one restaurant and really? late, late in high school, like a Chinese family moved in and they opened a Chinese restaurant. They were the only Chinese family in, in my high school town. Look, people, this is Spain. It was not diverse in the eighties, not right. diverse. Right. So, but it's kind of like the, you know, the classic idea of when you go in a Chinese restaurant and there's going to be like a lot of red lighting and what, you know, that kind of thing. So, Long story short, we had, first of all, the waitress was so, she was like a chubby, highly energetic, maybe middle, you know, 40s, 40 year old woman. And we had the best time with her. She was so over the top. Every, like people would leave and would, they would be like, she would know all their names. We're like, oh my God. Like, and she would come over and be like, how's everything tasting? And, you know, I said, oh, I dropped a chopstick. So can I get a new set? I said, I'm happy to pay. And she's like, $10 cash only. <laughs> you know, did you pay? No, she was, That's cute. it was, she was being charming and cute. At one point, somebody came and picked up food and she was all like unctuous to them. And then when they left, Jim saw her lift her two middle fingers at the person's back no that's the worst feeling don't you think you think no no because then I was like I'm going to be her favorite best but no customer. she's just gonna give you the bird as soon as you take your your oh, oh, fortune no. she, cookies home she loved her two gays oh my god we bantered we had the best time you know what I'm jealous because I there's Okay, this is an island and it's basically one big movie theater, right? You're trapped. Like, okay, the chocolate is 42 to the, the jujubes are $42 a box. What, what are you going to do? Nothing. Mm -hmm. You're in a movie theater. That's Barbados for you. So there's like one takeout kind of uh, delivery service. 
and they're the fucking worst. If you're Barbadian and you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's named after a kid's game, um, which is how they view their customer service, I guess. Monopoly? Um, yes, that's it. Because so they're the only not- delivery service, so... no it's not monopoly but we'll call it monopoly so the last two freaking it's always something and the thing is i feel so stupid because sometimes i just need to order something and it has to be them but like every single freaking time the last time i um i called they came the the um delivery people always surly as hell i mean i get it whatever you don't like your job. I get it. That's why I try and be extra nice. That's why I tip extra well. It's like from the gate of my house to my front door, it's like 15 feet or something. I don't know. And it's always this big struggle. And there's a $30 delivery fee. That's $30 Bayesian, which is 15 US. Plus I tip like $15 on top of that. Um, so Whoa. that's how much it costs. They should like be, they should be doing cartwheels toward your house. Well, you, you would think. And then, I mean, you know, not their fault, but then the food is just like, I mean, everything, the food is like already 50% more expensive here. Right. Cause movie theater. Um, so I'm always like, hi. And they're like, Hey, I'm like, do you mind bringing it to the door? I'm always like, and they're like, hear my American accent. And they're just like, fuck this bitch immediately. And the, 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 this woman was like, yeah, okay. You know, I don't know what accents I'm attempting at this time. She's big, <laughs> right? Caribbean, just imagine it. Um, and she proceeds to surly, you know, slowly, go up my driveway holding the greasy ass heavy bag of takeout from the top which proceeds to splatter all over uh the the driveway from like four feet height and i'm just sitting there she, she, and, and literally she didn't she barely skipped a beat oh sorry gets back in her car drives the fuck away there was like i didn't even have time to be like what the hell like sorry like that's it she just drove away i call uh, monopoly and they're like we don't give a fuck man like crap over party in the background yes you know crap over is like the carnival here um it's just like no one cares and then the time before that and you know i love my Caribbean people, I love Bayesians, but like customer service is not a strong point. It's just not a strong point because of that movie theater dynamic. The time before that, guy pulls up, you know, surly as fuck again. I I ask him, hey, could you um, please bring it to the door? Oh, okay. And he brings it to the door. Um, I, I close the door and I have like this automatic gate. He, I saw the car pull down the road out of my view. So I close the gate. I turn around, I hear this crash. I'm like, oh fuck. And go out the door and he has like backed into the gate at like a really fast speed. It was so loud. Um, other people came out and the, the funny thing is the gate is like, super reinforced and was completely fine his car was fucked up so he was totally pissed 
he wouldn't talk to me. He's like, this is because you you made me uh, come to your door. I'm like, how is it because what? I made you come to the door? Absolutely no relation to you backing up without watching where the F you're going. You made me come to the door, so I had to back up the car in the equivalent it, 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 distance it, of what you made me walk to the it, gate to It made get zero it sense. It made I, zero sense. And then, yeah, those are the last two times. Each time I've, I've, I've called Monopoly and they're like, oh, eh, that's uh, too bad for you. Okay, so wait, in the, first, in the first story that you told, was the food salvageable or did it just- One of them, I had literally scooped up some of it that kind of <laughs> hit the driveway and put it you're in the bag. And, and I just, sitting. I was like with my friend and- <laughs> You're it's sitting like, on your so on your porch with a fork, just eating off of the paint. I, I ate it, concrete. and I was like, "This clearly has dirt in it." You know, <laughs> I'm like, "So it was so expensive." I know they're not going to bring more. I, I know there are no more options for food. I mean, it was terrible. Wow. Do wow. do better, Monopoly. Do Monopoly. Do better, <laughs> or you will not get that World Bank loan that. I was reading about earlier in the New York Times. Oh, you know, I was listening to part of that. Uh, oh, I forget that audio. you can listen to those well, things. You want to explain to people? Are you really going to launch? No, I don't want to. No, no, I don't want to. Forty-minute long read. That was such a read. The only reason I read I read that article is because I got out of therapy early because I'm so almost cured. Are you good? That she's like, but I told her, mm, not let's not, because he's always like, am I helping you? You know, do you want to keep doing this? She's not aggressively pushing to fire me as a client. She sounds a little insecure. No, no, no. I think she's, I think it's, no, it's my fault. How? I don't bring enough problems and drama to her, you know, anymore. So well, are you censoring yourself? Do you not tell her everything? Or you really think you're that drama free? Um, I think. Are you mining always, the depths? I I feel like there's always a bit of this problem. I think I think I'm starting to uh, discover there are no depths. So, <laughs> so you're shallow part, as fuck. There's nothing that's there. Part of the, <laughs> yes, I'm shallow as fuck. So <laughs> I just you know whistle my way through life. No, that's not the case, but. No, but, you know, but we talked, we talked about things and I looked at the time and like only 30 minutes had gone by. I'm like, I feel like we, I got out what I needed to get what? out. That's crazy. I, there's never enough time for my sessions. Never. Really? Anytime, even when I think I have nothing to say. Yeah. There have been times where I'm like, I have nothing to say and it's gone like the full 50 minutes. But today I was like, oh, I think we, we reached a good stopping point. You know, and I think her concern is, oh, are you, am I helping you? Is this helpful? I'm like, I think it's helpful. Yeah. How long have you been seeing her? Oh, two years plus. There's also hmm. like an end date to therapy sometimes, you know. Wait, so by who? That, I'm wondering about that because I've been seeing my therapist for like the better part of a decade. I just kind of realized that, put that together. It's like at some well, point, do I get better or what? I'm like, not the not expert. having problems in life, right? Yeah, it's not that. It's that you pick up enough techniques to yourself, you know, just sort of make yourself whole on your own because you've learned from all these conversations. I know you and I have talked about this before that we have different style therapists. Yeah, yeah, so, totally. So mine has supplied me with certain techniques that I actually use regularly to stop. Like what? Share some with our listeners. Can you cure me right now? 
Well, yeah, okay. So I don't want to get into something too intense or dramatic, but I do tend to uh, spiral a little bit when I have a lot of things going on, and I just kind of have to learn to. I need I need to learn to stop. Yeah. Breathe. Yeah. Think about I'm, what I'm doing. The steps. It's okay that it's okay to focus on one thing for a certain amount of time, and that I don't have to respond immediately to all the other things that are happening. Right. right? Because my schedule is unpredictable, my clients are unpredictable, and so on and so forth. So it's like I could get no emails for four hours with information I need, and then suddenly I'll get everybody will respond at the same time, right? Right. And then suddenly I'm like, oh my God, you know, it's sort of this kind of thing. So I just have An to overwhelm. Yeah. yeah. So I have to manage this overwhelm, which then causes like chest, like, you know, pressure. And oh my, you're having actual, like, well, it, I haven't. I haven't for a long, long time, which is great right? because right. I don't try not to let myself get to that point well, where listen, you can get nothing done. You're like, I have six things to do now. And so I'm going to do none of them. I'm going to read the New York Times instead. Oh, that's my MO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at this list. Ah, well, you know what? You know what? Do none of them. That's the least stressful uh, option. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm working on it though. Yeah. There's lots of things like self-talk, you know, self-doubt, like you just, you learn to talk more positively to yourself. If you, if you truly, or feel like you fucked up, you know, I, t I don't think, I think that's interesting. Cause like, I don't think that's my problem in particular. I feel like Sometimes I feel kind of self-conscious about it because I feel like, okay, the whole world is beating themselves up all the time, apparently, just peering from everybody else. And I feel like I'm very generous with myself. Listen, I have to be with me all the time. Like, yeah. I'm my best friend. Like, why would I treat myself like shit? Like, you know what I mean? If, no, if, that's if, great. If it's people, a very good attitude. I, I think so too, but then when I say it out loud or then when I hear people say, I'm always my worst critic, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, I may, I'm your worst critic, maybe. <laughs> yeah, not my worst critic. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm classic. I'm my own worst critic. There's no question. Absolutely yeah. classic. I'm not your worst critic. I'm your biggest fan. Community. Yeah. And the, the thing is, but I'm also like a big fan, you know, I'm, it's like both. So it's kind of like silencing the critic part as much as yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, or only taking from it useful stuff, right? Like yeah, sometimes, I mean, you know, sometimes there's something useful to be gotten out of it, but most of the time it's just annoying and dumb and negative. Clearly the flip side is, you know, you don't want to be delusional in that you're never evaluating your own behavior or your own abilities. And I mean, I think we've all met people like that, but to beat yourself up in every situation, even when, you know, there's a triumph, you know, it's like, don't do that. Freaking enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I think I'm good at enjoying triumphs. They're very, yeah. They're the original like dopamine, you know, booster thing yeah. that makes you feel like really happy and elated. Absolutely. Like a win. You a know, win. when something goes your way and you really just willed it with all your might, you know, sometimes 
maybe just things go your way because they did and you didn't have much to do with it, but it's still, you know, it still feels nice when, when you get what you want or you get what you work for, yeah. you know, either or or both. And I feel like my Chinese restaurant story didn't make sense because I didn't explain why I brought it up in the first place. <laughs> and the fact, the reason I brought it up is because I had, I had calamari and black bean sauce and it was so delicious. Yeah. So is this. And you brought it up because of seafood. the fish market. Yeah. The seafood connection. Right. And the calamari was like really tender and not, you know, rubbery and this the black bean sauce was appropriately spicy and delicious and they were all kind not of too sweet no not at all because i uh, find tangy, like the... tangy spicy and a lot of veggies in there that were delicious and were like crisp you know not soggy. Oh, perfect yeah it how was, was the rice fluffy the rice was fluffy and wonderful Wonderful. Five stars, five forks going back for sure. And definitely for the weight. Like even if the food had been like, eh, I'm like, next time I have to make sure I learn her name and she learns ours. Because I want to be the person who she's like, oh, thank you, Jim and Camilo for coming tonight again. You know, I want to be that guy. Yeah, you should be that guy. You are that guy. Let's just let her Not know. Yet. Huh? I'm working on it, but I don't know. You have a like suspicious foreign sounding name, though. How do you think that's going to play with her? Um, I think she's going to love it. I think she's going to tell her husband that is obviously like she yells at all the time, according to um, anecdotes she was sharing about her family life. Oh, because she's like, oh, yeah, we started closing Mondays and Tuesdays, you know, on Sunday night. Uh, we close a little bit earlier, which is when we were there Sunday night. So we, we do a thorough cleaning. So when we come in Wednesday, everything's super clean and like, but my husband doesn't like me working late. I just tell him to shut up, you know, just like that. Kind of... Oh, I love her. <laughs> just tell him to shut up. And then I, 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 you, I know that kind of waitress and then she kind of waits. She's doing her like little stand up and she looks at everybody for effect and then boom. Okay. Who wants to hear about the specials? And then, you know, it's a, it's a whole bit shtick. I never was that waitress that could be like jolly and work a table and like you know, I was kind of seething the whole time on a good day and yeah. just mentally absent on a bad day. I do remember one time that I waited on this like uh, makeup guru lady. Um, I won't say her name, even though this is a totally nice thing. And I guess I was on my game that day. And she said, I want you to come to my spa on Fifth Avenue and have a whole day of beauty, which I did. Oh. And it was amazing. Oh, yeah. So see, it pays off, Kim. Yeah, I guess. I, mean, I don't know this, why I was in. This nice, fun woman might get a whole day of graphic design for me. Oh, <laughs> Whatever do you, that means. Do you think she has a lot of graphic design needs? I mean, the menu could use some freshening up, maybe. I don't know. Does she own steak in this place, you think? I have no idea. I, she could, I guess. <laughs> when I asked for the men's room, I asked a male staff member where the restrooms, and they were like behind me, like literally behind me. Yeah. And he goes, right there. And then he goes, first time? Ew. Like, first was time. It a come no, on? no, it wasn't creepy. It wasn't creepy. It was like a 
kindly like first time but the question is first time in the restaurant or first time using your bathroom exactly i mean that that was part of the you for me like someone <laughs> asking about your toileting habits and it's strange yeah i'm hoping it was the former that he's first time dining here so you don't was know. it was he out there like when he came out like how'd it go he was right outside the door is that weird <laughs> maybe a little bit <laughs> Maybe a bit. Oh, the and other thing, the other thing that I'd never, ever, I don't think seen in my life or don't recall is there was a staff person in there washing their hands and they were washing their hands for the prerequisite amount of time. Like that's and good. More, and more. Whenever I, I mean, that's a thing. Um, I remember that from being a staff member. If you're in the bathroom with something, not that I did, I always, I'm a uh -huh, av avid sure. hand washer. Sure. Avid hand washer uh covid free knock on wood for three whatever we're going on three years but yeah if you're in the bathroom and somebody from the restaurant comes in you have to be like um you know like i am now a surgeon <laughs> i am now a surgeon before i touch your popcorn shrimp yes and caesar salad with with no anchovies I scrub the fuck out of my skin. Like it's actually <laughs> raw. I'm about to put on these fucking gloves. No. Everything is sterile. Whereas yeah. I'm like, can you please get out of here? Because I want this pee to sound healthy and incredible, but I don't know how long I can sustain it when you're washing your hands for so long. So Wait, I'm so confused. So you, is it, it that you were afraid for someone to hear your pee? It's I'm like a guy doesn't want to go into a public bathroom and use a, a, you know, pee and have it sound like pathetic. Oh my it's God, I did like, not know this was a thing. This, this is, is totally enlightening This me. is, like, do you remember in A League of Their Own when Tom Hanks goes in totally yes. wasted and he pees pee, for like five minutes and he straight. pees for like five minutes out of the movie yeah that's like a guy like th that's like dude goals what yeah men are weird that's very interesting because that scene has always cracked me up but like i guess you don't want to just... have like a weak stream that like doesn't make any noise or is all God. dribbly or drippy so I mean, I, I guess if you're an old, I'm so sorry, an old dude, it's having fine. to worry about these things. You y'all are so anything having to do with your your little wee wees, you're just so weird about. What is that about? I don't know, man. I blame our moms. Definitely. Oh, oh, of course. No, screw that. No blaming <laughs> the moms. That is some. That is some <laughs> bullshit. That is some Freudian bullshit. It's not the moms' fault. Tina, it's not your fault. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm fine. I I don't have a problem with it. I'm. It's totally fine when I go. Like, right. this is not an issue for me. All right. Well, Everything's okay. great. Okay. Yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh huh. Who are you trying to convince? Uh, hmm? Yeah. So on that note, the, it's my the, it's my favorite transition for saying. Uh, on, the, on that note, we've, we've done close to an hour. Believe it or not. We uh, we tinkled. We tinkled. We tinkled the time away. Yes. <laughs> and now it's time to flush. Um, <laughs> so, 
flush this one into the tank, into the podcast tank. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Thank Uh, you for, you know, humoring us, dear listeners, for this half-baked episode. Yeah. This half C episode. Jen's uh, doing a short film or full oh, film. Oh, yeah, we never, yeah, that's right. We need to talk about full, Jen and what she's complete doing. Complete film or a, is this a short? I'm sorry, Jen. Um, I will, doing- I will, I do kind of tune out when you tell, when you talk, but I will try to pay more attention. Stop like, uh, it. She's doing a film. Uh, I think it's, I don't know, it might be a feature. She has a major role, I think. I don't know. And she's staying in kind of a shady place and, Philadelphia, but they're putting her up in the shady place. So that's kind of balling, you yeah. know? Hey, watch out for that feral raccoon in Philadelphia that like attacked this dude and bit him. <laughs> oh, is that making news? Yes. <laughs> she yes. was actually, it was actually, they got to, it was a mama with kids. I don't think she's feral. They just, they just got too freaking close to her. And she was like, get the fuck away. I got my baby. I got my, yep, I got I got my baby. babies here. Yep. Gotta love a mama, even mm-hmm. a raccoon mama well oh, they keep it there's something else they you wanted it, to say raccoons keep it so perky they do they yeah. you know is it because they have those is those it hands. prehensile thumbs uh, yeah. Or, yeah they can grab things and that they're perky that's perky yeah. and um the fact that they have a little cute mask that makes them look like little bandits you yep. know mm-hmm. all of it is cute as hell so perky, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, did we want to get in our, 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 our socials? Yeah, yeah. Follow us at Halfway to the Podcast. Um, we will we where we post our notes, right? Um, <laughs> and often, yes, um, notes. But the, the thing is, if you join our socials and then you yell at us for not posting our notes, that's a really good motivator for me to actually do it. That's true. So I kind of need like to be chastised. Yeah, my chastising him does nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm listener... sort of a, like a sub for our listeners to chastise me into action. And um, we can be reached at halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com with all of your messages, which we welcome. Stories and... about have you been in service? Like, what was your experience being in food service? Oh, yeah. Tell us. Uh... Tell us your crazy restaurant stories. I know you got a lot. If you ever worked in the restaurant industry, you know how it is. I have a million of them and um, it's a very stressful life. So we love to hear about it. Uh, Look, we know that a few actors follow us. So we know you have experience in this arena. In this mail. So we want to hear your stories. Please. Anything else? Again, uh, our Gmail is halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Also, rate, uh, so subscribe, important. and write mm-hmm. us beautiful, flowery, five star reviews. Or just write amazing, whatever. Yeah, don't, yes. don't overthink it. Superlatives. Superlative is a good one. Outstanding. Um, hilarious will take uh thoughtful incisive titillating titillating moist. Is a really good moist yes yes yeah. let we want to be the moistest podcast out there <laughs> oh my god if i check freaking apple uh, itunes tomorrow and we have a review that says moist i'm going 
to yeah. just lose it. You know what? If you review us with the word moist and you're the first one, I am sending you a t-shirt. I keep it perfect. Oh, challenge. Did you hear that? Yeah, but it has to be with five stars. Five stars with moist. With moist. You will get a super cute, trust us. I'm wearing right now. Yep. Keep it perky t-shirt. All right, we're waiting. We're checking. Um, leave us that review yeah. and then tell okay. us that you did it by mm -hmm. emailing us and we will send you one right out. And another way to get a t-shirt is to be a long-term subscriber on Patreon for uh, for the low, low price of $5 a month or more. You get varying degrees of perks. I don't know if the lowest is five. I Maybe the lowest might be lower than that. I, I need to go in and check. Maybe I should know. Right. Well. Yeah. Well, you know. Give us something. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, beggars can be chasers, I guess. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're keeping it perky. So yeah. on that note, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And keep it perky. Bye. This was a half-baked there, a half-seas episode of Halfway There. Use it to scare off a bear, or don't, like, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs>